Shalom, today's daf Yomi is Nadarm daf Memchas, Nadarm 48. Let's say a person says to his friend, basically, I am prohibited upon you, I'm a chayr upon you. And so he says, and the one who says this is from amongst the people of the galley. Now we learned that when they say the word chayrim, their intent really is to make as a chayrim the temple to the be- to the Bede Kabayis, meaning to say for the upkeeper of the temple. And he, therefore his intent was to prohibit upon himself, upon his friend, like something that was hectic, like it was temple property. Hamud or Asr, then the person who was vowed, uh, is prohibited to derive benefit from the person who made the vow. But let's say he says, You are like a cherem upon me. And Hanoder Asr, then the one who makes the vow is prohibited to have benefit from his friend. Let's say he says to his friend, Hareini Alecha Ve'atalai, I am prohibited upon you by Cherem, and you're prohibited upon me. Shneem Asurim, both of them are going to be prohibited to benefit from each other. Ushneem Mutar Medavar Shal Oli Bavel, and both of them are going to be permitted to derive benefit from something that was set up for the Oli. Bavel, from those, from those who set up for the Oe Bavel. And the Mishnah is going to explain that there were certain properties that were set up for the public use by those who were going from the, the, to, to the land of Israel from Bavel. Now, these properties were not considered to be owned by by any specific member of the public, so therefore, they're hefker, they're ownerless. And so therefore, he is nobody was able to be prohibited from using them, and so therefore, they're permitted. And so we we'll continue on the top of Memchas Amad Aleph. Va'asur medavar shall also ha'ir. But if they neither one is allowed to benefit from each other, they are not allowed to benefit from the properties of that town because all the people of the town are partners, and so therefore everybody has a portion of it, and so therefore nobody could benefit from that town. Ve'izu davar shall oli bavel. What's something that's going to be considered as belonging to the oli bavel? Could go on harabayas va'azaros. So properties like the Harabayas, the Temple Mount, the Zaros, the the courtyards that are in the Temple Mount, and the law applies not only to those courtyards but to the entire temple. But the Mishnah is mentioning those places that all the Jewish people were able to go to. That's how the Tosfos Yamtiv says, and so he also asks, why doesn't the Mishnah talk about the 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 walls of Jerusalem and its towers and all the needs of the city that they are being paid for by the Shiari Awishka. So and and, and indeed the Rabbeinu Hanano does does have that gear so of the Lashakos, the court the offices of the temple. And the water that was in the middle of the road. They used to set up water cisterns in the middle of the road that were there for the pilgrims to drink as they went from from Babylon to the land of Israel for the Shalash for the three festivals, in order to drink. Remember the story of Naktima Ben-Gurion in the Mesechas Tanis that he set up, that he guaranteed the water for the pilgrims. Ve'ezu davar shal osayir, what is something that belongs to the town that they're not going to be allowed to benefit from it? Could go in Harachava, so this refers to the Rechava, that's the town square, the Merchatz, that is the, the bathhouse, 
The the Bartanura explains that the Archava is the markets of the city, but the Rosh says that he has a version of the Rachava, the town square, and the Shvakim, and the markets as two separate places. Then there's the bathhouse, Ubeis HaKinesis, and the synagogue, and even though they designated it for prayer, each one still has an ownership of, over it. So, and we're talking about a circumstance, the Shita Mekabetza says, that those who made the vow or their fathers gave money for the building of the synagogue like all the other people of the city. But if somebody from the marketplace who doesn't really give money for that synagogue doesn't have a share of it, he's not going to be allowed to prohibit his other friend from using the synagogue, from using the synagogue. And so therefore... In addition to that, we say the teva and this farm. What's the teva? The teva is the ark that you place the Torah scroll in when you read from it. And that's how the Ron and the Ritva read it. However, the Tosos and the Rosh write that that the that this is not the so the teva, what is the teva? So I excuse me, the Ron and the Ritva say that this is the place, what we would call the bima today, that you place the Torah scroll on it when you read it. However, the Tosos and the Rosh say that the teva is a reference to the ark that we call the Aron Kodesh that you put the Torah scroll in it. And the Rashash, he says that anytime you say Teva, really, it means at the ark where you place Sepharim. And the place where you you place the Torah, when you read it, that's called the Bima or the Korsaya. And so, therefore, that's what the Rashash is saying, like, inconsistent uh, with the position of the Tosos and the Rosh. Vahas Sepharim. And the Sepharim, this refers to the Torah scrolls that you read during the time of the reading. And so these things, since they, since they both have an, air, uh, um, an ownership portion of it, both of them are prohibited because uh, everybody's benefiting from his friend and you're not allowed to benefit from it.